Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the X Marks the Box podcast, an Xbox podcast. My name is Potato Chief, and I have my good friend here, Alice. Uh, why do you introduce yourself? I'm Alice, and my uh, I'm also known by the name of Proper Neko. I also play as Platform Neko on Xbox Live, and I currently play on my Xbox Series X. But we go to the same university together where we did some games development degrees. Yeah, I mean, whereas, I, yeah, so I mean, I, I did games design and you were, I think, a year above me. So we've both been doing games design for oof, 10 years now plus. I mean, I, I graduated in 2013. So obviously I started in like 2010, I believe. So you would be a year, I think you were a year above me, I believe. Be aware, there's two versions of that games design course. You did the arts one. I did the programming one. Yeah. I wished I would have done an art one, but I was basically told I had to do a fine art course uh, before attending there. And to be honest, I think after what I experienced in the arts course, I was like, oh, I should have done that. And which is why that when it comes to those teachers, I was told twice by them that I should have been on an art course. Yeah. I, it... But anyway. No, I, I well... The thing is, with my degree, as much as I I loved it, it was three years of my life that I would like I cherished. But I'm no further into the games industry than I was before I started. The degree hasn't. I didn't really learn much about programming or anything. It was just a lot of fun, really, talking about video games, playing video games with people. It doesn't help that I basically just did YouTube all the time while I was in university. So, uh, but yeah, yeah. So me, I did like. When I finished in 2009, I did get on well with like funny work in the games industry. Like I was at the furthest corner of the United Kingdom. Then I just keep looking around at everything. Then I did the first master's degree in Birmingham. And that involves working in a studio-like environment, which is known as Game and Camp. So I just got a accommodation for a master's degree. Then I went over to Falmouth Launchpad which is about two years ago where I was in a startup company and I've been doing a lot of game stuff stuff. But then it was after that that I decided, no, I think I would just move up on game stuff and just like stick to writing. So that's what I've been doing, doing articles, short stories, and I'm working on a couple of novels. So, So yeah, it's just me handling with all of this during the whole pandemic at the moment yeah obviously the pandemic has thrown everything into a bit of disarray as well i mean so yeah obviously i went through university so i mean we've both got we're both educated in games design so like we i think we are quite qualified to do a podcast about talking about video games but really we're just aiming on we're talking about xbox more or anything i so i mean i i don't know what it is about the xbox just it's really appeals to me for some reason i just i love halo hence why i'm the potato chief and like that that's why i've had that this name on my account for a good couple of years now <laughs> um but it, i feel like it is kind of an underappreciated console i feel like the playstation fandom and the nintendo fandom are, are much stronger and i feel like the xbox doesn't really get the credit it deserves i think it's a very it's a very good system and I wanted to do a podcast about it. Essentially, I mean, I love my Nintendo, I love my Switch, and I have a PS4. So, I mean, I do love all the systems, but I feel like the Xbox kind of needs a bit more of a spotlight. I mean, do you agree with that? Or 
Yes. In fact, my history of the Xbox is kind of a bit fun. Yeah. Like, I was, like, into a lot of Sega fan... Uh, Sega con as, like, a Mega Drive, which is... Which I've been, like, really a huge fan of. Then I had, like, a Sega Saturn and a Sega Dreamcast. But then I just noticed that Sega's not making any consoles. So I was, like, looking around for... Mm, not keen on PlayStation. Okay with Nintendo. But then I eventually got a Microsoft Xbox for Christmas 2002 with Blinks the Time Sweeper. Oh. So, yeah. Yes. So I, I just that game. <laughs> Blinks. Yeah. Oh, that, that's people a throwback. Hate... That's a deep cut. I love it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> people hated that mascot anyway. No, bring but it back. I. <laughs> yeah. And also, I didn't get any Halo for it until 2004 with Halo 2. And I played a ton out of that multiplayer, yeah. like for a one year or two. <laughs> then I just got mad for the Xbox 360 and tried to get in 2005. But got in 2006, been playing Oblivion and Alex on it. Then I just got with the slim Xbox on it. But then I noticed like I enjoy PlayStation 3 more. Mm. And I was like really hyped for PlayStation 4 and I want to get at instead of an Xbox One. So I got yeah. that, been playing a few games on it, and I thought, mm, no, I'm not, I'm not 100% on the online stuff because I feel that even though it's got the really good lots of games on it, the multiplayer, the online services on it are not so good. So I ended up moving to Xbox, and I found it so good when it comes to multimedia apps, games, everything. So I ended up like getting an Xbox One. Then I got it replaced with Xbox One X. I think it's a 4K one. Yeah, the X. But I've been 4K. playing a lot on it. Yeah, that's right. And then, and then I just like got the Xbox Series X as one console because I feel that it's got everything that I need and it fit. It just fits under my TV when the PlayStation Five doesn't because it's so stupidly big. Yeah, and... it's ridiculously huge. <laughs> I, I, I look yeah. at the space. I'm looking at the space of my room now. I'm like, I have no idea where I would if I buy a PS5, which I probably will at some point. I have no idea where I put it. I mean, my, so I mean, my history of the Xbox is pretty similar to yours. But um, I mean, you know, my friend uh, Smash Fiend or Dean, yes. his real name is. Uh, basically, he bought the Xbox original with Doom Free and Halo Combat Evolved and Halo Two. And I play. I would just go over his house every other night and just play Halo for hours and hours and hours and hours. And I was like, oh, I would love this game. I would love to have my own Xbox. But I really, I was financially. I mean, I was a kid. I didn't really have the money for it. I just had a GameCube, which didn't really have that much I wanted to play on it. Uh, but then when I got a bit older, <laughs> got to my teenagers. Uh, my now brother-in-law at the time he wasn't, but now my now brother-in-law mm. uh, introduced me to Gears of War. I'm like, this is the greatest, this is the most beautiful game I've ever seen in my entire life. It blew my mind. So then I was like, well, I have to buy an Xbox 360 now. I just have to. And then I just haven't looked back really. I mean, the Xbox One had a little bit of a stumble at the beginning with all the DRM and all that, and that kind of put me off it, and I went to the PS4 briefly, but... I've gone back to the Xbox pretty much as soon as the as soon as Phil Spencer took over, and he, he, he corrected course. I've been back on my Xbox like full force, and I feel like Game Pass is incredible. And it's just, I, I, it's just 
I love my Xbox. I got the Series X as well, and I bought it day one, and I was I just couldn't contain my excitement. I was just very excited for it, and uh, I I I'm getting on people's nerves now because the people will be talking about how much they want a PS Five, and I'll be just like going, but you need to get an Xbox with Game Pass and all that, and just trying to convince them to change <laughs> sides, and people you know people have brand loyalty, which. I honestly don't have brand loyalty. I just go for what I think is the better system. And I think at the moment, the Xbox is the best system on the market. And that's why I'm team Xbox at the moment. Um, yeah. I I really absolutely believe, like, there's, there's going to be people who are transitioning from PlayStation to Xbox. Especially they've got exclusives, the Game Pass. In fact, I think the many people are just hoping to get by with the PlayStation 5 but I think the trouble with it is the games and the backwards compatibility but hear me out Uh, eventually when I stick with their Xbox platforms I eventually sold my PlayStation 4 to my future brother-in-law right oh I see okay I still got I didn't get to so I yeah I, I haven't bought another PlayStation in as a result, not even in a PlayStation 4 Pro, and yeah. I got PlayStation 4 games like Line and Dust, but I do miss out on games like Overwatch and Alien Isolation. But with the Xbox, well, funny enough, I bought Doom for for first for, for the PlayStation PlayStation 4 and the Xbox. All right. The 2006 edition. Oh, uh, uh, sorry, I mean 2016 16. edition. Yeah, do, do, yes. the remake. Okay, yeah. To be a second, then, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've still got the PS4. I barely play it. Uh, but the, the key for me is now thinking forward with the PS5 is that on my on my birthday this year, I bought God of War and Spider Man, the the Spider Man for PS4, and I got them for about fifteen pound each. That's basically how I'm thinking about the PS5 now. I'm not paying £70 for each game individually. I'm going to wait until the PS5 goes down in price and the games are a bit more reasonable. Uh, Because with, with, like, with the Xbox, I just get Game Pass and I pay £10 a month for Game Pass and I have all the games I could possibly want. And I, I'm not willing to pay 70 quid for for all these games when they're going to go down in price within a year or two years. Uh, I mean, that's my opinion, is that value for money-wise, the Xbox completely blows the PS5 out of the water, as far as I'm concerned, just with Game Pass. Uh, I know I, yeah. I'm an Xbox podcast, so I'm going to say that, but that's per- my personal opinion. I, I, I feel like value for money, I don't think the PS5 is value for money, at least at this moment in time. But I do want to play... I want to play God of War Ragnarok, but <laughs> I'm going to be patient and hold. Is the FOMO is the is the issue, isn't it? Fear of missing out. Uh, but... I don't. I haven't known much about God of War Ragnarok. Right down to the screenshots. <laughs> yeah, all they've shown it so far is just the logo. I mean, uh, when Nintendo showed Metro Prime Four, they got a lot of slack for just showing a logo, and uh, God of War Ragnarok did the same thing, but people loved it. So, I it <laughs> <laughs> it's just a logo, and it's like, and it said, it's, apparently it's coming out this year, but I wouldn't hold your breath to be honest. There's a there's a couple of games where I think that they've been pushed to next year, and I think that's the same with the Xbox as well. The COVID has completely thrown a load of stuff in the air. Um, so, so anyway, we've kind of gone through our intros here. Let's uh, just, just move into uh, to what we've been playing. Uh, 
Sorry, uh, one last thing is oh, that yeah, of course, eventually gamers would would cho- well, either get to choose between a 70 quid game or seven months of Game Pass Ultimate where you get all kinds of games. Okay. The only thing is you had to keep paying for it just to like get the games on the hard drive. But then for so much choice, you pretty much like pretty much good for Game Pass. And I think it just really adds a benefit to the Xbox. <laughs> of course. And, 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 you know, and also, if you do want to pay £70 for a game, you still have that option. You can still buy the games on Xbox, and you get a discount if they're on Game Pass as well. I know I'm just sounding like a shill now, but it's it's, it's the absolute truth, is that that is what mm. sold me on an Xbox over a PlayStation. I had them both side by side. I had the money enough to buy one of them, and that's why I chose the Xbox. Is because I knew I, I pay ten pound a month now, and I would be still pay. I would still have the same games that I would have had if I paid ten pound a month in a year's time, two years time. I would still have the same amount of games. It's it's not financially it makes most sense I think. Um, should we move on mm. to what we've been playing, or do you have anything else you wanted to say? Or should we say what you're playing? <laughs> oh, so, I, I, so I've been playing Wolfenstein the um, the fir- the first the first of the remakes of the New Blood I think is called. Uh, I've mm. absolutely adored it because we got this in a future news story coming up in about ten minutes or so. But, uh, but obviously, Professor put a load of games on Game Pass. So Wolfenstein was the first one I downloaded because I've always wanted to play it. I've just never got around to it, and it's a lot of fun. It's very grim, very dark. I the I I mm. uh, from what like I was I was saying this to uh, I'll say this to my mother actually. Uh, I was saying that um, the Nazis when you watch stuff like Indiana Jones and all that they're almost like comical they're like the comical bad guys. <laughs> But when you play Wolfenstein, they are genuinely terrifying. Like, some of these Nazis in that uh... game are like, I don't like this. This is really creeping me out. You're, like, psychotic and evil. <laughs> I, well, obviously, the Nazis were, but it, it's like, you kind of, when you see them on TV and stuff, they kind of almost become comical because they they, they they make them like buffoons and stuff and stuff like Indiana Jones and, like, those type of films. Uh, you know, just not, obviously not mm. to scare people, but when they're so intimidating in Wolfenstein, it really it's like, ooh, I don't like this at all. <laughs> it like, makes my skin crawl. Um, <laughs> but the game is so much fun. It is very Doom-esque. I mean, it's very similar to Doom. It's just you run in, go and shoot and stuff. Uh, but it's, 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 yeah, it's awesome. It's a really good game. If you haven't played it, I would highly recommend it. And it's on Game Pass, so, you know, why not? Yeah. Uh, well, mm. What have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing XCOM 2, and bear in mind, that game is not Series X S optimized, but but it still runs pretty okay on a console. Apart from a few crashes there, it's only like two. It works pretty fine. And for what others are saying that, for those who played it on an Xbox One previously, they got they got improved loading times and they got a little bit more efficiency, but I just do feel it needs a compatibility update just to like take advantage of its memory, 60 frames per second. Ooh. And I don't think it needs ray tracing because it just kind of looks all right with as it is, yeah. but it just earns that 30 frames per second on any version. I mean, I mean, it's possible. I mean, Xbox have been updating stuff with FPS boost randomly. They'll just pick random games to 
to upgrade with FPS boost. So you, you never know. They might do a random upgrade for XCOM. I would love that. Uh, I do love me some yeah. strategy games. I've played a bit of Gears Tactics and then uh, Fire Emblem <clears throat> Free Houses. I need to go. I need to play XCOM. Everyone says it's an amazing game. I've just never got around to it. So I mean, it, it's um, it's like Fire Emblem and uh, all that, isn't it? Is is permadeath? Is that a thing in in uh, XCOM, or, or have you played it without? Uh, you're right. You're probably right in saying it's more like Fire Emblem, but it's. Yeah, it just kind of works in that regard, except it takes some more work-like stuff, like you get random maps, but you definitely get some random events, and you, each time you play, it just gets differently. But it does have a huge margin of failure. Like, if you make the wrong decisions, or you just don't do well in the missions, then then you get closer to having a huge game over, and then you have to try again. It's only when you play an Iron Man, the game automatically saves. So it's better if you play the game, make manual saves. So when you do make a big, big mistake and you regretted it, you can like walk back to the earlier saves. Oh, that makes sense. But, but I think it just makes sense to do that uh, before you do Iron Man. But anyway, I just had so much fun with XCOM. Like XCOM Two, I just say this is on sale like a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, where they had that and the enemy within discounted, and they recently had like the XCOM collection on steam so they had a lot of games discounted so i bought them a lot for the pc including the chimera squad which released like last year all oh, right okay I, I was gonna say did you get enemy within as well because that's the uh, dlc isn't it so so you have that to play would you beat xcom 2 the the, the base game yeah also yeah so collection. i got i got the enemy within for pc but not on an xbox yeah. i got the I used to have an enemy uh, unknown, but when I saw the enemy within on sale, I just got that, and it just works as an expansion for the PC, but it's a more of a standalone for the Xbox 360. Oh, and it also works on Series X. But I just had, like, lots of fun. I had, like, many times where I did pure campaigns, failed, things are not working well, and keep, like, doing the campaigns again. And at the moment, I'm like playing on the highest difficulty. But this, I've also made a character based on you. Oh no, <laughs> I haven't died, have I? <laughs> uh, I be there to save whenever you died. Oh, okay, but you did good. get into a huge panic where you just try to make a shot, and then you just like power around the places. That but there's a like feature me. that, yeah, when you get panicked so much, you eventually increase the will, and it just makes. Makes you more prone, uh, well, more resistant to all those uh, mind attacks. But you were like an amazing grenader, and you had like had so many grenades, keep making all the shots, that sounds, uh, and blowing up walls. I'm quite chuffed by that. If you know I didn't do anything, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely one of the top players. I mean, one of the top characters in that game. So now I'm just starting a new playthrough. So I'm hoping to get this like uh, buff guy goes by potato and just comes in and firing his minigun. <laughs> oh, that sounds good to me. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just couldn't find a really good Welsh voice for it, so I used yeah. Australian to use it for him. That's okay. I mean, I got family I mean, in Australia, so that kind of works, I suppose. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
I, I just realized I'm looking at the, the show notes. I forgot to mention why we're why this is episode zero and not episode one. I should have mentioned that earlier. Uh, uh, so yeah, we, we this is episode zero of the X marks the spot X marks the box podcast. I can't even get the name right. Uh, the reason we this is episode zero and not episode one is because we're kind of working out the kinks here, as you can probably tell. Uh, we we got a couple of ideas for segments, and we're just wondering if we should take any of them out or add to them. And also, like, you know, if I should be replaced or if we should add a third person to the call or anything like that. Just basically any suggestions you might have for the podcast, leave us in the comments below or where, like, or just tweet at us or anything like that because it'd be very helpful to have some feedback. Essentially, the episode, this is essentially a test episode. So I'm hoping you guys are enjoying this as a random uh, aside, really. Uh, I'm hoping you guys are going to enjoy this. Uh, so yeah, the other game I've been playing this uh, this week is uh, Doom sixty four. So, because it, it's very easy to get achievements, so <laughs> it took me half really an, yeah, it took me about half an hour to get over eight hundred gamer score on it. It's it's very very easy to get achievements on it. There's one achievement I can't get, which is about one hundred twenty five gamer score. You got to beat the final. Well, there's like two of the hardest bosses in the game with like no we- like no weapons. And I was like, nope, I give up on that. <laughs> Apart from that, it's, it's very easy to get. If you follow a walkthrough, anyway, there's a walk. There's a couple of walkthroughs on their YouTube for Doom sixty four, <laughs> and you can just basically you can you can like use like shortcuts and cheats and jumping forward and stuff to get better weapons, and then you can do the levels much easier. And yeah, it's a fun, if you're an achievement hunter. It's a fun thing to do. Play Doom sixty four. You can literally get you can get a thousand gamer score in about an hour if you really wanted to. The last one I just couldn't be bothered to do it. I was like, nah, I would bother with that one. It seems too tricky. <laughs> <laughs> but I did the majority of the achievements. Uh, but yeah, but that, that to be honest, that's not really a game I play much. As I said I only played it for about half hour. What I've actually been playing a lot of is uh, new super uh, new super uh, new super lucky's tale. Uh, it's a platformer like Super Mario, like 3D World, but it's very, very easy. It's ext- it's probably the easiest platformer I've ever played. It's a 3D platformer, uh, but it gets it's a lot of fun. It's simple, uh, and it's it's a bit like a box trot. Like you do the fox trot around it. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, yeah, you're you're a fox. Uh, it reminds me a lot of like Banjo Kazooie and all that, but it's a lot simpler. It's a very simple game. The reason I played it though is because it's had the FPS boost. We were talking about the FPS boost when it comes to hopefully on XCOM. Uh, basically, it's been put up to 120 frames per second. Unlucky for me, I don't have a TV that does 120 frames per second because it does 60. So I got to play it in 60 frames a second, and it is a lot of fun. The extra frame rates make it a lot more interesting, and uh, is I think it's well worth a play if you like Mario platformers or Banjo Kazooie and all that. It's a it's a good, it's very easy, but it, it's a fun game to play. Uh, they got like a wrestling area, and they got like a music area and a ghost area and all that stuff. You know, uh. You you play a fox and you've got like an extra you got a double jump and you can have a spin jump as well so you basically can do three jumps so it makes it very easy to platform but uh, I've, I've just beaten it uh, last night so I'm not going to play it anymore now because I've beaten it I've got all, like 
I've beat all the bonus levels and everything as well, so it is a lot of fun, it, but I recommend going play that if you get chance, and if you just fancy something a bit more laid back. It was a nice palate cleanser from uh, Wolfenstein. When I've been shooting Nazis and stuff and getting killed constantly, I'm like, you know what, I'll play some uh, Lucky's Tale, just to kind yeah. of... It's a bit of a nice palate cleanser. Uh, <laughs> I don't know I think you. it's just... Yeah, I think I've been like getting really interested to try new new Super Lucky's Tale, and I thought I could probably like try out in the future. And I think for what you said about the sixty FPS boost, yeah, my the TV I'm playing my console on, it can only do ten eighty p with one hundred twenty frames per second. It's only when it gets to four K, it's restricted to four, sixty frames per second. Oh, so I think I say. Resolution, because I don't think all of the games are going to get a huge frames per second boost. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I would. But boy, I got to ask the question though. Uh, on a wrestling match, uh, do you get to play walk scissors and paper for it? The boss in the wrestling ring? Uh, no, no, I, I don't think so. No, they got the pen- penultimate warrior is one of the people and one of the baddies in there. Uh, you, you basically it's a boss rush level. There's not really a, a much wrestling involved. It's just a boss rush where you got to platform and jump on top of people and stuff. But it's a lot of fun. <laughs> um, I would recommend it. It's as it is. I would probably say it's baby's first Mario platformer. I enjoyed it a lot, but it was very easy. And I'm I'm quite rubbish at Mario platformers, and I managed to complete the majority of it. Uh, but if you if you got like kids or anything, or if you if you've never replayed really a platformer before, I would highly recommend it. It's a good it's a good starting off point. Uh, but I I enjoyed it anyway. Even though I'm like I would say I'm a platforming veteran. I've played platformers since I was like eight years old. So mm. <laughs> I still enjoyed it, even though it was insanely easy. <laughs> it kind of sounds like the wrestling ring made. It sounds as if you get hammered by all those bosses there, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Have you been playing anything else? Uh, I've been playing XCOM Chimera Squad, which is exclusive to PC. Ah. But I've been dipping my fingers in like Hades, the Minecraft. I love Hades. Oh, and Minecraft's amazing as well. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And. I've also been playing Among Us with some like friends, and I even like tried some Gears Five, which is released as part of Gold Deal. But I think I would, my gold is about to expire, so I might probably go for Game Pass. But yeah, it's gold only. (laughs) (laughs) I I recommend getting Game Pass Ultimate if you can. Yeah, I mean, I I was meant to, I was going to say as well that you know, we are an Xbox podcast, but. That does, you know, like Xbox themselves, we do include PC here, obviously, and uh, and obviously, as I said, I'm a massive fan of Nintendo and and PlayStation. So, you know, I have been I'm not going to be honest. I have played a little bit of Ghost of Tsushima, but I didn't really want to bring it up. <laughs> but, it's possible to play PC games on your Xbox. Yeah, it's possible to play Steam yeah. games on your Xbox as well. Did you know that? Google. Yeah, is it using Steam Link? Is it? Uh, you can use the browser on uh, Xbox Series X, and you can stream Stadia games, which is kind of crazy. Uh, and th- I'm hoping that means when Xbox brings up the, the uh, browser app, you can play Xbox games on your PS5. That would be hilarious. 
I would find that, <laughs> <laughs> I would find that so funny. Uh, PlayStation would not be happy with that. Uh, well, yeah, it's just at the moment. What I discovered is the one way you can play PC games on your Xbox yeah. is via the wireless display app. But oh, right. it's a bit of a finicky one where you have to use wireless on your PC, so I have to find a wireless adapter to put on it. But when I've been like trying to test the Windows on my Series X, it's got like some buffering bits, so I don't know there's a problem with it. So I'm hoping there's some way for me to like use Steam Link. I got it working on my iPad. It works much better than a wireless display. But I just kind of feel as if like the wireless display doesn't have to use wireless. So I'm hoping there's some way for Steam to like have Steam Link on the Xbox Series X, so I can like play all the PC games from my sofa. Yeah, I mean, that is. I mean, that's what I'm hoping for is more uh, cross cross uh, play between PC and Xbox. I'm hoping that's going to be more of a thing going forward. That like Xbox games will be more playable on, like like maybe tr- being able to transfer saves between the two would be brilliant. And then obviously oh. being able to stream oh. games across. I mean, I think that is the future. It's just it's, it's taking a little longer to get there than what, than, than what mm. I would like to say. Hopefully, it'll be soon. Um, mm. So, so yeah, that, I mean, that's what we've been playing. Unless you had anything else you wanted to mention. Well, uh, I think that's about it because I haven't like played a lot of games. But I've been like try sampling some games on the Series X, yeah. And I've been using like uh, Rocket League on the Series X. Oh, it's nice. got XS optimized, and I managed to complete Bright Memory for all the achievements. But it's just like a tiny slice of it, which I feel it's more like a. I how do I put? It? It's something you expect on the original Xbox more than the Series X. Yeah, I, I've I played Bright Bright uh, Bright Memory as well. I played it when I first got the Series X. It's I would, it's a it reminds me a lot of like um, Ground Zeroes, Metal Gear Solid. It's like it's a three or four hour experience, mm. but it's just a, essentially it's a long it's a longer demo where you can do more in it. But it's not nowhere mm. near the level of the hopefully the the final product when it comes out. I I I have I've played that as well. It's uh it's okay. It's a bit short. Uh, and it is yeah it's it's yeah it reminds me a lot of Ground Zeroes from Metal Gear Solid. It's 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 like a longer version of a demo really. Uh yeah I I might be worth playing if 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 you want something to like. Uh, like a, a shooter or whatever to play on your console. Uh, I'm not sure if I would recommend it or not. I think it was okay. I, it, it didn't blow me away or anything, though. To be honest, uh, I don't like to be mm. negative, but I, it, it, I wouldn't. Re- I probably wouldn't recommend it. To be honest, I'd say get Game Pass and play uh, maybe some Wolfenstein or Doom or something. You'll play shooters on there that you know on on Game Pass. To be honest, that you could save your money on. Uh, the main game hopefully will be much better though, and it's made by one guy, so I can't be too harsh. the The fact that it's made by one person is pretty impressive. Hmm. So should we move on to the news? Sure. Yeah. So obviously, the big news this week is Xbox has finally finished the purchase of Bethesda. Uh, it's been all over the news. It's seven point five billion dollars they paid for this, and. 
It's been up in the air since uh, I think it's the last five months. I believe we've this has been out of this has been happening. Um, I've I think the the question everyone keeps thinking keeps saying is: Are exclusives going to be exclusive to the Xbox? And I personally believe yes. That 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 makes the most sense to me is that all future exclusives are going to be exclusive to the Xbox. I mean, do you, do you agree with me on that one, or or no? Honestly, I we absolutely feel that when Xbox gets Bethesda, then the Bethesda always stays on the Xbox platforms for a very long time. Yeah, I just think people are just really skeptical of it, but then it's just like. Seen an argument of whether uh, if the Capcom games are going to go over to the Master System when it came out on on the NES only. Exactly. I mean, uh, to me, it's it's pretty tr- uh, like clean cut to me what this means. It's, it's like I mean, Phil Spencer's quote. I've got the quote up here. If you're an Xbox customer, the thing I want you to know. Is that is about delivering great exclusive games for you that ship on platforms where Game Pass exists. And that is our goal. I mean, I don't see how you could be like people. Uh, he said that there's going to be some games that are contracted to go to other consoles. So yes, we know about Deathloop Tokyo, Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, we know about those games. They're being contracted to PlayStation, and they're going to honor those contracts. And then we're not sure about Indiana Jones because, obviously, that's Lucasfilm. Uh, but I think after that, you shouldn't expect Fallout, the next Fallout, the next Elder Scrolls, the next Doom, the next Wolfenstein, the next Evil Among Us, the next Dishonored. You shouldn't expect any of them on a PlayStation console. As far as I'm, as far as I'm concerned, that is done now. Uh, yeah, they've paid I so think... much money for this. This, this. why would you spend seven point five billion dollars just to sell it on PlayStation? It doesn't make any sense to me. To be perfectly yeah. honest, and for years and years and years now, for like the last five years, they we have constantly heard from PlayStation fans that Xbox has no games. Xbox has no exclusives. They have no exclusives for Xbox. Why buy an Xbox? It has no exclusives. That's constantly what we've heard. And this is Xbox rectifying this problem. This is them getting exclusives. So then to go turn around and go, you should sell these games on PlayStation. It blows my mind. I don't understand it. And if it was Nintendo or PlayStation buying Bethesda, no one would question it. They would all be like, oh yeah, that's it. It's exclusive to PS5. It's exclusive to the Switch. That's <laughs> it. It's done. But the fact that it's Xbox, they're like, well, Phil Spencer might sell the next Elder Scrolls on PS5. I think I think people are just on the five mm. stages of grief and they're all stuck on the denial part at the moment. I feel like the sooner you accept it, the sooner you'll be happier and just move on. I, it, it winds me up that <laughs> I keep seeing, I've, been, I've listened to so many Xbox podcasts and PlayStation ones and they all just, they all say, maybe, maybe they'll, they'll be on the PlayStation. They go, this quote says this, this quote says this, but the quote I just read out, it says exclusive games that will ship on platforms where Game Pass exists. As far as I'm concerned, that is black and white, that's it. As Phil has spoken, can we just stop can we stop arguing about this now? I feel like Phil has said that they're gonna be exclusive. I don't understand why this is still well, an argument. I mean do you I agree? would 
Yeah. Uh, all I can say about this is all the Bethesda games, it's going to end up on PC and Xbox. Yeah. So if anyone says, like, it's going to go to PlayStation, that's never going to happen unless someone has to come up with some exploit. But I think they're just probably expecting too much for them to try to please everyone when the reality is that those games are sold to Xbox, so therefore it appears on PC and Xbox systems. So they, if they want to play Elder Scrolls, Doom, or Wolfenstein, they have to get the Xbox or get it on PC. End off. Exactly. I, there is one way the games will end up on PS5, and that is if PlayStation puts Game Pass on PS5. The Xbox wants Game Pass on all the systems, on smart TVs, on Apple devices, on PlayStation, on Switch, but it's down to PlayStation now. The ball's in their court. That is essentially it. They've Xbox says, "Do you want these games? Well, you're going to have to put Game Pass on your on the PlayStation for you to have these games. That's the only way that you're getting them now." And honestly, when people are upset that they can't play these games, you could pay for Game Pass and you can stream them to your to your devices around your house, and you can play them for le- less than the price of a, a playing full price for a PS5 game. So I don't understand all the controversy it's yeah been, it's been it's crazy to me honestly yeah i think with the i think uh when it comes to playstation's alternative so the only comes up with those two solutions to that it's either you get an instant collection which you get definitely get free games that will stay with you as long as you sign into playstation plus but you only get select games and there's like playstation now where you have what the a wide range of titles from PlayStation 1 to PlayStation 4, and you can play them on your PlayStation systems and smartphones. But then again, you like you only get to stream them, which at the time was like incredibly rudimentary. But I just think the PlayStation now is like you only get like uh, a higher price compared to the Game Pass, and you can only stream the games. So I think compared to the Game Pass. It's a much better way to like download the games and then try as much as you can. Yeah, I, I mean that's the difference between Game Pass and and PlayStation Now, and it is also the same as Stadia. Uh, like Google Stadia, you just you can stream everything, but there's no heart. There's like there's no physical device for you to play on as an option it's just i feel like xbox gives you more choice you can stream all these games on your on your tablets you can stream them on well hopefully you'll be able to stream them on your smart tvs and on a web browser soon enough but you you can buy an xbox and you can download the games and play them physically off the hard drive i mean no matter how good the internet gets it'll never be as good as a native device uh, there'll always be some kind of delay. Mm-hmm. So I feel like having a physical console is always going to benefit people, at, at least un- until the internet, we get like 7G internet that's faster than the speed of light. It's not, you're not going to get, it, it, the physical hardware mm-hmm. is not going anywhere until the internet improves. I mean, th- we're in the UK, we have free, we have okay internet here but in in some places around the world the internet is Mm. horrific and it's going to take a long time for the internet infrastructure to catch up and xbox 
knows this. They're giving you the option to play everything wirelessly, but they also give you the option to download stuff. As you said, it makes most sense. Whereas PlayStation Now, you can only download... I think you can only download PS4 games. Am I right? Is that right? Uh, well, the PlayStation Now only lets you stream. Oh, it's only and you can only everything. stream... Yeah. Hmm. I thought you, I so thought... I don't think a PlayStation... Sorry? Oh, sorry. I just I thought PlayStation Now you were allowed to download PS4 games. I didn't realise that. Oh, well, that's... Yeah. I, just... I, don't... I don't know, because... PlayStation Now, all I know about it is like it lets you stream games. So I don't know if it like lets you download it, but I think it just takes more research to see if it actually does that. I'll, but anyway, I'll look that into yeah. I've, I've, as far as I'm aware, you can download PS4 games, but you have to stream everything else: PS3, PS2, PS1. As far as I'm aware, because the PlayStation natively doesn't play PS3 games. As far as I'm aware, yeah. because of the cell processor and all that stuff. Uh, so yeah, that's yeah. So, I think I think it's just with the Xbox Series X, you can like play back the original Xbox and Xbox 360 games on it, and it's just like a huge deal breaker for me because the PlayStation Five, you can play select PlayStation Four games on it, but the Xbox Series X, you can play almost everything on the Series X with the Xbox One games. Yeah, I, and you can play like Xbox 360 and original Xbox games on it. Yeah, like I feel like PlayStation is is a good console, but I feel like the Xbox has like more bells and whistles to it. You know, it has all these extra stuff like backwards compatibility, FPS boost, Game Pass, uh, all these little things that just make it a, a better experience. In my personal opinion, I mean, you're entitled to like mm. a PS5 more, but I personally think that the Xbox. Is the best system on the market at the moment, and it's going to take a lot to change um, my mind. <laughs> yeah, and also with the uh, speaking of backwards compatibility, you know, I said about Blinks being one of the first games to play on the Xbox. Yeah, you can play it on uh, the Xbox Series X, and you get a 4K resolution boost. Well, I see that that that's incredible. See, I need to play. I need to go back and play Blinks now. <laughs> Uh, I've never, I've never <laughs> actually played it, but I know of Blinks. The, the it's a cat, isn't it? The time cat, right? Or I think it's yeah, it's made yeah. by a co-creator of Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, nice! Yeah, I need to play that. Uh, but yeah, speaking of backwards compatibility and Game Pass and all, and all that jazz, uh, twenty Bethesda games came to Game Pass the day they announced this. Well, the day of the Xbox. Uh, Bethesda Roundtable event. So we got 20 games coming to Xbox. Uh, do you want me to read, the, the, read them off? Or, should, or I mean, it's essentially everything that's Bethesda. The only things missing, really, are Wolfenstein 2 and Fallout 3, which I don't know why those two games are missing, because they're both phenomenal games. But, yeah. I mean, you got uh. Dishonored 1, Dishonored 2, Doom, Doom 2, Doom 64, Doom 3. Oh, you don't get Doom 2016, which you were talking about earlier. It's just strange. Uh, Doom Eternal, uh, Fallout New Vegas, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, Prey, Rage 2, Morrowind, Oblivion, Skyrim, uh, Elder Scrolls Online, The Evil Within, Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein the Old Blood, and Wolfenstein the Young Blood. Oh, yeah, no Evil Within 2 either. I just realised that. But yeah, that that's <laughs> there's twenty that but that's twenty. Some of those games are like the greatest some of the greatest games ever made. I would argue that 
Skyrim is probably one of the best open world games ever. And that was released in 2011. And it still holds up to this day. Um, also, and you can now get it on uh, Microsoft Game Pass. Exactly. So once you get the Game Pass, get a sample Skyrim. <laughs> exactly. And, it, and, it, uh, and they've done the FPS boost for Skyrim and Fallout 4 and Prey. There's a couple of games they've done that for. And yeah, it's just, it's mad to me that they brought these 20 games out. And I was, it blew me away looking at that. And then they just kept going with Game Passes. The the last month of Game Pass has been absolutely insane. Uh, I don't know if I should just move on to the next section or do you want to talk about the Bethesda games for a little? Let's talk about the uh, Bethesda for a little bit. Um, I do have something to say about the Bethesda. Yeah, go, because go. If anyone's like still skeptical about the exclusivity uh, deal, bear in mind that Bethesda has a really good, strong partnership with Xbox. Oh, for sure. I mean, Morrowind was was exclusive to the original Xbox, yeah, and then yes, Oblivion came out one. first on the three sixty, uh, and then Skyrim never ran well on the PlayStation ever. Uh, it had it had all these uh, issues. Yeah, that's why, and that's my argument, is that while they run smoothly and it plays great on the Xbox systems for Skyrim and Oblivion, uh, the PlayStation 3 versions, and I don't know if it's the same for PlayStation 4, but these games do not run very well on those platforms. I mean, watch just watching the roundtable, uh, did you see the roundtable, the, the Bethesda roundtable event? I saw, like, a uh, uh, I think it was about about two two thirds of the way in. Yeah. But they did said about like how they developed the game over to the Xbox first because they find the Xbox platforms to be much superior and they like the echo. I mean, architecture compared to the PlayStation platforms. I mean, they all seem to be really friendly with each other there at Bethesda and yeah. Xbox. They seem like the best friends. Essentially, this is just like them just going, you know what? Let's just work together now. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like. It is, I know it's a massive corporate merger, but it doesn't really feel like that. It feels like a group of friends just meeting up and hanging out and just chatting about video games. It's really, it was a really surreal thing to watch. Like they were like they were like calling each other out for stuff. They were talking about how um, Fallout seventy six was a complete train wreck, but they called Phil Spencer to try and get it fixed, and they, like they got people from the Xbox team to try and help fix Fallout seventy six. And I've heard they've had stories like this before where they were talking about how Morrowind wouldn't run properly and they had people from Xbox helping set it up. I mean, they seem like they're good friends and they've always and they've they've always mm. talked to each other about optimizing games for the Xbox systems. And yeah, I feel like it's a natural right. fit for Xbox. I mean, when I first did the Bethesda deal, I thought like, hmm, this seems a bit strange because Xbox just got like Obsidian, and they got a couple of other Western RPG people. Uh, and basically, a lot of the ge- a lot of the exclusive, like uh, Avowed, looks like Skyrim. Essentially, they've already kind of got a Skyrim mm. game coming exclusive to Xbox. And it felt like they already kind of had the Bethesda kind of feel to them. But now I'm that after watching that roundtable, it does feel like they kind of naturally fit together. It's it's very interesting to see that they they, they work together quite yeah. well. Um, I do feel like Xbox still has some gaps in their catalogue that they need to yeah, work on. Yeah, I think that is tr- true. But I think this is a nice fit for both the companies. Yeah. 
I mean, to be now we are a glutton that's with right. Western yeah, RPGs that's and right. shooters. Right. We got so many shooters on Xbox, <laughs> it's ridiculous, and so many Western RPGs. We got Fable, Avowed, and then we got Skyrim, Fallout, Starfield. It's just it's 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 mad. It's, it's going to be so much Western like. If you want to play a Western RPG, I'm sorry, you're going to get an Xbox. The only the only Western RPGs you can get now are what CG Project Red ones, like Cyberpunk. You can't yeah. get Cyberpunk on PS4 because they haven't really back on the back on the store yet. Um, so yeah, it's, it's mad. Uh, uh, well, I mean, I suppose you've got uh, the uh, Mass Effects and uh, Dragon Age, uh, uh, but that's about it, really. The oh, you mean that RPGs, EA stuff? Yeah, I mean, and oh, yeah, EA Pillar yeah. Game Pass as well. So, if you want to play Western RPGs, I feel like Xbox is now the home of that. I mean, I don't see how. I feel like PlayStation needs to come. They need to make a studio that can make those type of games, or they're going to be missing out sorely. Given the relationship between Bethesda and Microsoft, it only makes sense for them to be working together. Yeah, it. it, it you remember it, when uh, Where used to like make stuff from Nintendo, and then they just like work with, say, Microsoft now. Just imagine how we felt about it when they just sold. But like, they definitely work on Banjo and the like over to the Xbox. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that the transition of Rare to Xbox. I'm hoping that the Bethesda deal is not going to be like that because it kind of. Rare's not really been the same country, uh, the same company since they joined Xbox. I mean, CFE's no. really great, but they they were like Rare were knocking out hit after hit after hit after hit when they were in Nintendo, and then as soon as they joined Xbox, they slowed down a bit. I mean, Viva Pinata is a good game, and Sea of Thieves, but now I mean, bring back Banjo. That's what I want. Uh, Nuts and Bolts wasn't great. We we want a new yeah. Banjo, you know. Uh, I think just don't wait, get your hopes up because I think they just like experimented with the third banjo title for Xbox 360. But yeah. since then, they work on Kinect games, Kinect didn't even work out, and now they're just working on Sea of Thieves. And I think that's pretty much where today are not the where for the old days when they made battle tapes for. Yeah, well, the Sega Mega Drive. <laughs> I mean, they're also they're making Everwild at the moment, which looks good, but I just don't really know what it is. It looks like it might be like a four-player version, like Breath mm. of the Wild. I, I guess. Mm. I mean, that's my best guess is that it looks like yeah. a four-player co-op version of that. Um, but I'm really excited to see that. We kind of got a little bit off track here, so maybe let's try and go back into let's talk about what's been going on with Game Pass because after the twenty games dropped on Game Pass, you would think, well. That's it, yes. they're done for the month. But no, they they, they just kept going. Uh, Outriders is coming to Game Pass, which is a no. massive shooter from Square Enix, made by the people who made uh, people who uh, people can fly who made Bulletstorm. I believe they also did the Gears of War Judgment, mm. which is like a spin-off. Uh, but yeah, it looks like it's a massive uh, shooter coming day one to Game Pass. It's it. Uh, yeah, it is a games as a service type of game, so if, like think Destiny or the Division, mm. and it's coming day one to Game Pass. So there's a lot of people who are paying seventy pound for to play this on PS5, and and now everyone on Xbox is going to be getting it for well, well not free, but they're getting it for Game Pass. So it's essentially free if you have Game Pass. Um, yes, I I didn't 
I I downloaded the demo and I never played it. I need to I need to go and give it. I a think. Shot. Go on, sorry. Yeah, there's definitely a demo on the Xbox Game Store, so so I can actually like get that and try it out. And apparently, it just works really good with the X and S uh, optimizations. He how it looks. Yeah, apparently outright and the the save the any progress you make with outriders on the demo does carry over to the full game. So you can basically make some progress and it'll carry over, which is nice. Uh I've heard mixed opinions. Some people love it, some people hate it. Uh I would just say it's on Game Pass, give it a try. I mean that that that's that's what I would say. Really. Very nice. Uh and then you'd think that would be enough. But does it have like Sorry, go on. Yeah. Yeah, does it have like huge robots and magic in it? Uh, I'm not quite sure. I, from what I've seen, it looks like a Gears of War type game. It looks like Gears of War mixed with Borderlands. Like kind of got like the Borderlands art style, mm. but it's got the cover system of like a Gears of War. It looks fun. I haven't played it. I need to. I need to play it. I admittedly haven't played it yet, so I will play that. I'll probably play that by the next podcast if we do another episode. You know, if episode, if, if 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 you guys enjoy this episode and we do an episode one. I will uh, let you know how I feel about Outriders. I will give it a shot. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about mm-hmm. Outriders, or can I move on to the, the next game? All I can say is give a demo a try if you're on Xbox and see what you think of it. Yeah, I would recommend it. I, I, well, I haven't played it. I recommend giving any game a chance that's free, though. Uh, if, you, if you're willing to give it a shot, why not? I mean, you're not paying for it, so why not? Give it a shot. Uh, so the next <laughs> game up is my personal game of the year from 2015, Undertale. And it's coming to Game Pass. And again, crazy. I mean, it's, it's on Game Pass right now. I say it's coming to Game Pass. It is on Game Pass this second. Go pick it up. Highly recommend it. One of my favorite games ever. As I said, my personal game of the year from 2015. It's an absolute masterpiece of a video game. It's, 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 if you've never played Undertale, never heard of Undertale, I, I mean, you been living under a rock I'm, I'm sorry but uh, it is one of the it's one of the greatest rpgs ever and it's got a uh, you basically you can you can play the whole game without killing a single enemy or you can play the game killing everyone and it gives you a totally different outcome at the end of it and the music's incredible the art style's incredible it's just it's funny it's interesting. It's completely different to pretty much everything else that's out there. I, I would highly recommend giving it a shot. I'm not really much of a JRPG, well, an RPG person in general. I mean, I really, really play Pokemon when it comes to RPGs. But Undertale is incredible. I would highly recommend giving it a shot. Have you played Undertale? I played it. I mean, I first got it on PC. haven't got around to it. But then I just bought it on a PlayStation 4. I did the same. I bought it on a PC, then I bought it on the Switch, and now it's on Game Pass. So it's, I played it on my PC. I done a whole. <laughs> there's if you well, you're watching this on YouTube now. There's the entire Let's Play of me playing Undertale. It's a couple of years old, so it's a bit outdated. But I I have a whole Let's Play of my whole series of Undertale. It was one of the, my favorite series I've ever done. So yeah, um, I just think I've been looking at the achievements for Undertale. And my guess is it could be the same as the PlayStation 4 version. Like, you have all these achievements, but you only get as far as, like, completing the main story before you get to the last battle. 
So if it is like that, then you can be able to get all all the achievements for Undertale without having to unlock all the endings. Oh, okay. I I didn't know that. I'll have to I'll have to get a guide up for that. I've been doing some achievement hunting lately, so, uh, so... It'll be very easy, but that one of the things you need to do is, like, uh, there's a secret room in there, which is introduced in the PlayStation version. There's a room that is known as the Dog Shrine, and all you have uh, to do is, like, you go in, donate some coins over to it, and it has all that useless tat in it. And that's did... how you can get achievements and trophies on it. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I did look at the achievements and I saw something like pay ten. It was like ten coins to the dog shrine, a hundred coins to the dog shrine. There's like multiple achievements. They're just paying more money to the dog shrine. So that's what that is. <laughs> I, I didn't know what that meant. So you've basically cleared that up for me. So because I've been achievement, hunt, I was like, is this gonna be a game that's easy to achievement hunt? That's what I was thinking when I looked at it because obviously. I loved it. I've played it already, though. That's the thing. So do I want to play it again? That is the question. Uh, I think I will, though. I think I definitely will download it and play it again. Uh, Speaking of RPGs, this is a really shocking one to me. Octopath Traveler is is now on the uh, Game Pass. I really thought that was a Nintendo exclusive. If you've never seen Octopath Traveler... If you've never seen Octopath Traveler, it's a gorgeous game. It's a, it looks like a 16-bit like uh, Super Nintendo game, but in like a 3D environment with like proper lighting mm. and graphics. It's like it's very strange look, but it looks incredible. I mean, looks alone is it, great. I've yeah. never got around to playing again. It's another game I've never got around to playing. I'm not super into my JRPGs, but it's supposed to be a very good one from what I've heard. Uh, it's made by Square Enix. It looks a lot like the original classic Final Fantasy games. So I would, you know, if you like JRPGs, I've heard it's really good, and I, I would probably recommend it. I haven't played it myself, so I can't. If, yeah, if it's rubbish. Don't blame me. But I've heard it's good. <laughs> Have you played it, Alice? Uh, you can play it. I heard of it, and you can play a demo of it on the Switch. So I don't know if it's still around, but you can play a demo of Octopath Traveler on it and see what you think of it. Yeah. But I only just seen it by screenshots, and I think it just kind of like uh, combines the classic RPG uh, elements and just put it into a more modernized setting. Yeah, it, it looks really interesting. I'm more interested in um, Triangle Strategy, which is the the next game in the series, which looks like uh, XCOM or Fire Emblem. It, it's like is uh, that type of uh, RPG, like a turn based strategy. Uh, with the same art style as Octopath, and that looks really good. That's what I'm most looking forward to playing. But I'm good. I, I might try and pick up Octopath Traveler. I I downloaded the demo on the Switch, but now I know I can get achievements for it. I might I might download it on the Xbox, get some achievements, mm. and give it a shot. Uh, the only other game I wanted to bring up for Game Pass was uh, Star Wars Squadrons. I've been really looking forward to playing this game. I. I basically, I was like, I know it's coming to Game Pass. I know it's going to come to EA Play and it's going to come to Game Pass eventually. And I've been holding off and holding off and buying it for months. And it's finally here. And they announced it like a month ago. But they announced it before the 20 Bethesda games and before Outriders and before Until and before Octopath Traveler. And it's literally only come out today. I've literally downloaded it as we're having this conversation. And that is probably what I'm going to be playing oh, tonight. Wow. <laughs> uh, if you've not seen Star Wars Squadron, it's... Uh, you you is it like you play it as an X-wing fighter essentially, or a tie fight a tie fighter for the Empire? You just it's a first person 
flying dogfighting game and it looks incredible i've never played it but i'm really i'm a big star wars nerd and i'm really excited to try it out uh <laughs> so yeah that, i mean that is game pass and i think honestly if you think the game pass is not worth the money i i, I gotta question you i don't see how you can possibly question it after all the games we've just read out to you but yeah i feel like do you think that there's any way uh, obviously people will still go oh game pass is not worth it but honestly look at it i don't see how you can possibly say that there's JRPGs, think there's the... shooters, there's there's Western RPGs, there's stealth games. Yes. I don't understand people who who, who hate on Game Pass because I feel like it is the best value for money in gaming. And I know I'm biased. Yeah, I, I think... I, <laughs> I think it's just like... Now that it's got best of games, EA Play on it, and a few other games, I mean, it's already like got a really good choice. But mind you, not all the games get it on there like for XCOM 2 you did get it on game pass but you definitely get uh minecraft on game pass as well yeah <laughs> the the only issue i have with game pass is the pc crossover there's not they have less games on the pc version than they do on the console version and they need to work on no. that. something they need to fix but i think that is something they're working on because ea players apparently just come to pc so uh that's that's gonna be interesting through Game Pass as well, mm. not just EA on its play on its own. It's through Game Pass that it's come to PC. So hopefully that means there are more games for the PC cloud because we are an Xbox podcast. But as I said previously, we are also PC as well. So you know we're hoping that every we just want everyone to play the games on Game Pass and everyone have a good time. Uh, so yeah, that's that's it for the news today. Um, we're just gonna we're basically we're coming towards the end of the podcast now. But I just wanted to we got our final segment. Uh, this is the Game Pass Book Club. So the idea of this show, the idea of this part of the show, is that we come up with a game that we both play, and also you, the audience, play, and we all discuss it. Essentially, uh, because we're on episode zero, we're only going to do this one for a one-off. But going for uh, in, if we do, if we continue the show, we'll be doing Game Pass Book Clubs for over a like about a month. Essentially, we'll find games that are longer. And maybe even do some kind of like spoiler cast, essentially, where we beat the games after a month of playing them. I mean, that's the idea, anyway. But for this month, I thought we'd do something. For, this week, I thought we'd do something quite fun. We would. I thought we would play Skyrim, uh, the 2011 classic that has been updated now with frame rate boost. I thought we would download some Skyrim. Finally, you know, uh, just play some. Uh, I mean, are you excited to play some Skyrim, or is is, is so I am. Uh, Skyrim, I played it way back in 2011, and I got it on, like, PC. I've been playing on it, and it's really different compared to Oblivion in terms of Crest. But yeah. I think there's, like, really interesting surprises with it. The only thing is, like, got a weird UI stuff, that whereas Oblivion has, like, a more medieval style to it, and, like, Lord of the Rings. I like that style so much, but in Skyrim, it's like, they tried to make it look all right on the console, but I think it just kind of buys a lot from the Fallout games. But I heard it's actually been like prepped 
And I think it's got mods for Xbox as well. Does does it? I believe so. Yeah, I believe it is part of the mods. If I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, let me know in the comments below. But I believe it does have mods on Xbox. Yeah, uh, as 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 I said previously, it's one of the five games that have been FPS boosted as well. So it's essentially like playing a new game. It's going to be sixty frames per second with res visuals and stuff like that. Uh, and it's it's now on Game Pass. Uh, it it was dropped within those 20 games and yeah i thought it would be a fun game to play is we're not expecting any we're not expecting you guys to beat the whole game within the week which is essentially we want to see if we have any funny stories coming out of playing some skyrim uh the, i love this game a lot uh is the first real western rpg that i got into the first real fantasy i'm not super into fantasy and it is one of the first fantasy games i really got into as well and I'm really intrigued to see how it's aged and if it's aged well. And I'm hoping the FPS boost is really going to help with it. Um, so, I mean, if you guys want to play along with us, link, you know, if you want to play along with us, comment below and, you know, we'll discuss it more next week, uh, What how we feel about it now. Has it aged? Is a 10-year-old game, has it aged well? Is it aged badly? Is it good? Is it bad? Would we recommend you play it keep playing it or would you think we should that's like we should delete it off our hard drives after playing it for a week i mean that's all the questions we're going to basically discuss next week have almost like a mini spoiler cast about skyrim and i hope you yeah. guys enjoy that yeah it's a hashtag for that on twitter because i think a lot of people would be using twitter to answer questions as well as youtube yeah i mean x if you just put hashtag x marks the box that will be our hashtag. If you want to just hashtag everything with that, we just we will see all your messages that way, or just at Potato Chief uh, on on uh, on Twitter as well. That's also an option. So that that oh, you can, as I said, you can leave a comment in the video just in the, as well. That's another option. Just play along with us. It's going to be a little bit of fun. And I said this is our book club. We're going to try and do this every week. And going forward, we'll probably have month long book clubs where we pick one game. And we go back to it week on week and just discuss how we've got on and how we've enjoyed playing it again. And just to see how it goes, really. And uh, maybe have like a mini spoiler cast on week four. So that, that's essentially the idea of it. Uh, and we wanted to also pick Game Pass because then you guys have a better chance of playing it uh, and having access to it. So, I mean, that that's the mm. idea of the book club. And I'm hoping you guys are going to enjoy it. If you don't like the book club idea, we'll try and come up with something else. But I thought this would be a fun idea for us to do. Um are you up for playing some Skyrim then, Alice? Yeah, I just think I haven't played it for years because I've done a few questions on it, but I've also like put look, you have mods where any dragons you kill, you get currency to get more uh, perks with it. And there's also like a huge graphical mod where it gives you lots of graphics on it, like bokeh, different fields, and improved uh, visual effects, which predates the games that comes out on the Xbox Three, uh, Xbox Series X. Yeah, <laughs> but it just didn't run so well back then. <laughs> I, uh... so I think it would be, I would be willing to like give it another visit, like yeah. getting traveling on the back of a mine. Well, I mean, some kind of horse cart, and then rediscovering the beginning and yeah. need to. So something I might actually get a game pass and like try it on Xbox to see how yeah. it goes because so far Xbox Series X is like such a beaut 
yeah. I've been playing it on hours on an Xbox One game that's played on Xbox Series X. <laughs> exactly. I, I I'm really excited to go back and play it. I mean, I've got it. I've got Skyrim on the Switch. I got it on the PC. I got it on the Xbox 360. I got it multiple times, uh, but I've never really got that far into it. I just end up messing about for a couple of hours, and I enjoy it <laughs> immensely. I had I, I, the mods you were saying about visual mods. I had that. I also had the Infinite Backpack because of uh, over getting over Columbia all the time, and I would just sell uh, sell mm. knives to the locksmith, and it would make you basically rich. And essentially, I broke the game mm. on PC because I had so much money and stuff, and it just kind of, kind of got boring <laughs> then. So I'm going to try and play it properly this time, and I'm not going to cheat. I'm going to just play it properly, and we're going to uh, hopefully make some progress in the story because I never really got that far into the story. So I'm hoping to not get distracted and beat the story. This well, maybe not beat the story in a week, but get it, get get a little bit into it. I hope. <laughs> try and uh, I have complete. I have completed the story on Skyrim before, and you'll be interested to see how it goes. In fact, one of the characters in the story, without spoiling who it is, is voiced by uh, Charles Murray, whatever that guy's name is. He's the voice actor of Mario, who voices one of the characters in the (laughs) storyline. Oh, fair enough. So I'll like shoot down a dragon, and he'll just like, Yahoo! (laughs) Let's go! Yeah, yeah. Baby, uh, <laughs> wow, wow, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, so if you guys want to be involved, I also got. Oh, sorry, go on. But I also got nothing on that dragon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you guys want to be involved in the Game Pass Book Club, download some Skyrim and just get involved. Uh, hashtag mar- uh, X marks the box or just comment below or at Potato Chief on Twitter. Just, you know, get involved. We'll have some fun. And uh, just share some Skyrim memories. I, I, I'm really hoping we could have some fun with this one. And if you have any recommendations for the game, the Game Pass Book Club next month or next episode, you know, let us know if you is any games you want us to play, and um, we can review together. Essentially, that's also a thing we would be willing to take some suggestions on. Um, but yeah, that's it. Um, we're pretty much done with the show today. But, unless there's uh, anything else Alice wanted to talk, we wanted to talk uh, about. Yeah, just be careful when you ask which recommendations you can give for that book club because it's got loads of like small indie titles on the Game Pass or some like a lot of obscure ones. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't mind playing some so, obscure stuff, but yeah, I would say like proper like big games that most people would want to play. I would recommend because we're gonna try and spread it over a month each one. Mm. So, like. I mean, Skyrim really should be one we play for a month, but I just fancy playing Skyrim, so... <laughs> um, maybe... <laughs> I'm thinking maybe next time we do Prey or Gears 5, or... Uh, there's a couple of options that I wouldn't mind playing. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll discuss it more next time. So I'm hoping you guys enjoyed episode zero of the X Marks the Box podcast. Uh, any feedback would be fantastic. I mean, it's, uh, as I said, we're doing episode zero here because... We're just testing this, basically. We wanted to know if we wanted to add any segments, remove any segments, uh, if you wanted to just try and get a third host, or if you wanted to get rid of me because I'm annoying, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> just <laughs> any of that stuff. Just let us know what you think in the comments below. Any feedback's fantastic. Uh, this is the trial run. We want to see how it goes. And hopefully there'll be an episode one. Which is weird to say, but there you go. Is there anything else you wanted to say before we uh, wrap up? 
I think I would say that me, I'm more of a casual gamer in this because I don't play games a lot. So I will do my best to make sure I contribute as much as I can or understand any of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try not to uh, get carried away then. <laughs> but no, I, I, I thank you for your uh, thank you for your help today. It'd be really appreciated, Alice. I do appreciate it. Uh, it's been a fun podcast. No worries. I've really, really enjoyed this. Uh, is there any? Is there any like? Uh, do you want to share your Twitter or anything with with the with the listeners or anything like that or any personal information? Uh, I deleted Twitter like a few months ago, oh, and I don't go. plan to get back on it. So, so no, I'm just more of an outsider. <laughs> that is fine. Yeah, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Potato Chief. Uh, but yeah, so uh, obviously, just comment, like, subscribe on the YouTube channel as well if you want to see more. Ring that bell. I think that's what the YouTubers say. Uh, <laughs> too sweet. Yeah, too sweet. Thank you guys for listening, and until next time, too sweet. There it is, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the X Marks the Box podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Potato Chief or on YouTube at Potato Chief or follow us on all podcast services. Thank you for listening.